Hey, Beautifully Built crew, what's good? It's your host, Melissa Impat, and today I'm here for a little fun question and answer podcast episode. So I've compiled a ton of questions that I've gotten from you all over time, and here we go. I'm going to give you some of my best answers, so let's do this. I'm going to read off the question, and then I'm just going to flow with it. So let's see how this goes. Hope you guys enjoy. How do you move forward from a bad day? That's an awesome question because it is so key to make sure that a bad day is just a bad day and not a bad week. It's so easy to let a bad day string through your entire week if you don't catch it. So some of the things that I like to do when I just know that I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I'm not having the best day is press play. You hear me say it all the time. It's really easy to change your energy by accepting someone else's energy. So if you have a role model or a mentor or someone that you look up to, press play. Go to YouTube, come here on the Beautifully Built podcast, find another podcast, audiobook. There's so many different places to find a little attitude adjustment. And it's really key for me because I can change my mood really drastically if I put something on that's going to light me up and inspire and motivate me. I also love to celebrate my wins, to really look for the positivity in everything. And I know that this is much easier said than done, especially if you're like in the middle of like a funk. It's really hard to be like, well, Melissa told me to look for the positive. I know that's hard, but it's something that I work on every day. I'm always searching for the positivity in absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. Like... Yesterday, I was supposed to get brand new rugs installed in my apartment here in San Diego. Mind you, I haven't been able to move in yet. I have zero furniture, I have an air mattress, my microphone, and the computer. And I'm waiting to move in until the carpets get replaced. But they showed up yesterday and the carpet was defective. And at first, I just wanted to fucking cry. Like seriously, I was like, no, I am so anxious to get my stuff moved in and to actually get settled. But guess what? There's a lot of positives in this situation. Even though I felt like crying, when I sat down and I actually looked for the positives, I realized that I have a shitload of work that I need to be doing right now. I have so many podcast interviews. I want to catch up with you guys. I want to make sure I have plenty of episodes to be releasing every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So the fact that I don't have any stuff here yet is allowing me the time to really focus. So that's one of the positives that I took away about it. And then also just reminding myself that why rush? I'm always in a rush. I'm a very impatient person and I'm always looking for lessons to become more patient. And this is just yet another lesson to be patient. So as soon as I started thinking about like the positives, I was able to switch my mindset and be like, all right, Melissa, you know what? This is not the end of the world. So I love to search for the positives in everything. And it takes practice. Trust me. This is, this is years worth of practice here. So start your practice now because it's really, really empowering. Next thing, I love to move. Like when I'm in a bad mood, I'll put on some music and I'll just force myself to move. Like maybe I'm not actually dancing, but I just force myself to force my body to move because when you're actually moving, it changes the energy in your body. And when you're moving and smiling at the same time, it's just so much easier to just knock off that bad energy. So give it a try. Turn on some music, dance around, move. 
these are just some of the things that I do when I feel like I'm having a bad day. But, you know, it's just you don't want to turn your bad day into a bad week. It's just such a waste of time. And life really is short. Like, as cliche as that sounds, life really is short. And you just don't want to waste time being miserable. So I really try to avoid things like food. Because the old me, when I had a bad day, I would treat myself with food. And that's just a vicious cycle because then what happens, you're miserable because you ate shit that you shouldn't have eaten. So you don't want to, you don't want to use food there. That's, you know, that's a big trigger for me. If I'm in a bad mood and then I start eating bad food, it just, it never turns out well because then I'm even more upset with myself because I didn't eat well. So I try to find like little things to do for myself to reward myself, to change my mood. That's not including food. So maybe if I'm having a really bad day, I'll go get a pedicure or I'll get my nails done or I'll go walk around the mall or I'll go to the beach or visit a friend or something that's not just food or alcohol, right? Some people rely rely a little bit too much on alcohol. How many of you, when you've had a hard day, open a bottle of wine at night? That might be your thing and that's cool as long as you're okay with it, but don't use that as like a tool for the rest of your life because it's just it's just not a good it's not a good way to go. You know, a glass of wine here and there isn't bad, but there's a, a lot of calories in wine, so if you're doing that every night, it definitely adds up. So, that's just some of my advice for when I'm having a bad day and how I just get myself out of that funk as quickly as possible. What was your turning point from being lazy to actually enjoying fitness? Hmm. Wow. I have to really think back for this one because it's been a few years. But um, fitness was always a chore to me. Like I hated it. And I think the reason behind that was because when I was young, I went to boarding school and at boarding school, they force you to play a sport every single season. Like it was no option. They needed to fill our time and Two hours every single day was devoted to practice or a game. And I'm just, I don't respond well to being forced into anything. I think that's why I'm an entrepreneur. I'm just not, I'm not good. I don't respond well to that. So the fact that I was like forced into playing sports, it was such a chore for me. And I had to do a lot of the things that I didn't like to do. And I was always, this is another one of my personality traits. I was always trying to find my way around things, right? Because I don't respond well to being forced. So, you know, I was like, if, if you're going to make me play field hockey, then I'm going to be a goalie so I can stand in the goal and I don't have to run around the field the whole time. Like, that's how lazy I was. I remember during volleyball, literally trying to suck. So that way I spent the majority of the time on the bench. How sad is that? It's crazy. Now I look at myself now and I'm like, damn, that was you, Melissa. Like, you guys, you can change. You can change. I have done it. I've done it myself. So how did I make that transition? Hmm. I guess that somewhere along my journey, I learned to really find the joy in things. You know, instead of being miserable doing things, I like to always find the joy in things. Like I'm talking about even when I'm doing my taxes, I'm always trying to find the joy in things. 
And when I'm doing my taxes, as I go through all the money that I spend, I try to think about the good memories throughout the year too. So I'm always, I'm always looking for the joy in things. And I guess that goes along with my whole positive vibe too. Always looking for the positivity. I'm always looking for the joy in things. So when I finally started realizing that people actually work out because they enjoy it, I was like, huh, why can't that be me, right? I always look at people and say to myself like, can I do that? Can that be me? Can I be just like them? So I think when I was in college and I was just so sick and tired of feeling so sick and tired and I was seeing people in my dorm and stuff like that actually going to the gym and enjoying it, I really kind of started experimenting for myself. I didn't enjoy it at first because I was confused. I didn't know what to do. It was a little scary and intimidating. But as I started getting in there and like feeling the endorphins, getting my body moving, I started finding the joy in it. And then, you know, as I stayed a little bit more and more consistent and you actually see your body transforming, then there's a lot of joy that you can see in it. But it, it takes that willingness to like find the joy while you're up in the gym, you know? And meeting friends at the gym helps. Maybe having a gym buddy helps. Having a schedule helps because if you're just going in the gym and you're like winging it, like you don't even know if you're, what time you're going to go there. You don't know what you're going to do when you actually get there. It's pretty hard to stay consistent. So I think for me, the big turning point from being lazy to actually getting fit was finding the joy and getting myself into a solid routine. Because without if you're just winging it, you're going to be just winging your results. And it's going to be really hard and challenging for you to actually find the joy. How often do you weigh yourself? If you know me pretty well, you already know my answer. My answer is never. I don't even know where my scale is. I do own a scale, but I don't ever step on it. And the reason behind that is because I've learned that numbers fuck with my mind. They absolutely mess with my mind and it's just not worth my energy. It's absolutely not worth my energy. If I just go by how I look, how I feel, how my clothes fit, progress pictures, that's what fires me up. We are women. Maybe some of you are men, but for the women listening, your body is crazy. (laughs) Seriously, we have such a different body composition than a man does. And because of our menstrual cycle and because we just hold on to fat differently, we have a different water retention. Your body's crazy and it's going to drive you crazy if you step on the scale. Because one day you might be down two pounds, then the next day you might be up four pounds. But you don't look it in the mirror. So if you focus on the fact that like, oh my God, I gained weight. I'm trying so hard to lose weight and I keep gaining weight you're going to go crazy. Trust me, because that was me. I was stepping on the scale every freaking day and my body was fluctuating like crazy. And it seriously just made me want to give up. I was so frustrated. Like, how could I be working this hard and the scale was not showing it to me? It's not worth it, ladies. And especially if you're getting into weightlifting, because lean muscle does weigh more than fat. And for... (laughs) I'm laughing at myself because I definitely use that as an excuse too, right? When I was in the stage of weighing myself and I was just starting to get into weightlifting and the scale would be go, would go up, I'd be like, oh, it's fine. It's just muscle. Muscle weighs more than fat. But that was just an excuse because I wasn't on track, 
right? So it's easy to use the whole muscle weighs more than fat thing as an excuse too. So that's why I'm just telling you, stay away from the scale. Seriously, put it in the closet, throw it away. Whatever it is that you need to do, get off of it. Get off of it. Take progress pictures. This is my tip to taking progress pictures. I take my phone, I have an iPhone, and I open it up, but you can do this on an Android or any type of phone. I open it up, I find a countertop or somewhere in my house that I'm going to take the pictures every single time. This is key because you want your, your camera to be at the same height every single time. So it's like not angled differently, okay? So like maybe you use your kitchen counter or maybe you use your bureau in your bedroom. Wherever there is good lighting, that's also super key. You really want good lighting and you want the same lighting every time you take your pictures. So find a space that you're gonna designate as your progress picture space and you're gonna open up your phone, pull up the video camera, not picture, video camera, and you want it so the front face, like the selfie camera is on, okay? So then you're gonna prop your phone up somewhere, so it's at, like we said, good lighting, good angle, and you're gonna prop your phone up, and then you're gonna press record, so it's gonna start taking a video. And then you wanna back up so you can see your full body in the frame. Okay, so it's videoing right now. You back up, you see your full body. And then I want you to stand to the front, smile, <laughs> pause for a couple seconds, maybe like count to five, then turn to the side, pause for a couple seconds. You can put your arms straight out in front of you, whatever it may be, pause for a few seconds, turn to the back, pause for a few seconds. Sometimes I'd like to do a little flex in the back so I can see my back progress. So I'll flex, I'll pause for a few seconds, turn to the other side, do the same thing, put your arms straight out in front of you, pause for a few seconds. And then what you can do is you can screenshot out of the video. So you'll go back to the video and you'll press play and you know how you can pause it and then you can actually screenshot. So that is the best way to consistently take progress pictures without needing someone to like actually take the pictures of you, okay? Especially if you're like doing ones in your like bra and underwear and you're not 100% comfortable with your body yet, you're gonna find every excuse in the world to not have your boyfriend take progress pictures of you, okay? You don't want your mom taking progress pictures of you, whatever. So this is no excuses, you're doing it yourself. And seriously, if you were to do this every two weeks and then you put the pictures side by side, that's what's going to keep you fired up. Not the scale. The scale's just going to knock you down. It's going to make you feel bad. The progress pictures, actually physically seeing the change in your body is game changing. Seriously. So doing this every two weeks is really motivating because it's, you know, you're kind of like looking forward to it. You're like, oh my gosh, my pictures are coming up. It makes you work a little bit harder. We see ourselves every single day. So you might not think that your body's changing. Like, this was huge for me. I was like, oh, I'm not making any progress. I don't see any difference in the mirror. But then when I used like one of those collage apps and I took one picture and I put it side by side with my new picture, I was blown away at the difference in my body. And I never would have recognized it unless I took those pictures. So no matter where you are in your journey, whether you're just starting, whether you've been working at it for a while, do your damn pictures, please. You will seriously thank me. I know you're gonna hit me up on Instagram and be like, holy shit, Melissa, look at this progress picture. 
And if you have a dope progress picture, please do send it to me because I want to help celebrate with you. But progress pictures are the way to go. Throw the scale in the damn trash. Oh man, let me take a deep breath for this one because this is going to take me a little bit to answer because this is a pretty deep one. And the question is, how do you become more confident? Oh gosh, this is just, it's such a fully loaded question and it's, it like really makes me reflect and it's, I'm actually kind of emotional even thinking about this because I had zero confidence, like zero confidence growing up, zero And it's crazy that in not that long of time, you can change. Like, you guys can change if you want it. If you make the decision to become more confident, I promise you, we can help you get there. Because I've done it in my own life. I can't believe I'm crying right now. I've done it in my own life and I just want more than anything to see it happen for you too. And that's one of the reasons why I'm here on the Beautifully Built Show because feeling confident and loving yourself and just being able to show up in this world who you are meant to show up as is the best feeling ever. And I want to help you all get there. So this is... This is quite the question. But as I reflect on my own journey... I think that for me, the biggest thing was forgiving myself because I made so many mistakes, so many mistakes. And a lot of those mistakes were because I had no confidence and I was always searching for approval from other people and I was searching in the wrong places. And for me, a lot of those places that I was searching was in men. I was always looking to men for attention and approval because I didn't think I was good enough for myself. So I was trying to find all the men who thought I was good enough and thought I was cool. And then that just like filled this void within my heart you know, because I didn't appreciate myself and I didn't see, I didn't see for myself that I, I had a reason here on this earth and I had a purpose and, and I should be proud of that. So for me, forgiving myself for a lot of those scary decisions that I made was really important because holding on to anger and hatred for yourself or for anybody else is not going to help you feel more confident. If anything, it's just going to help you seep in that like anger and resentment feeling. And that's what we don't need. So I like resented myself for being such an idiot and just like being so non-caring about my body and, and what I was doing and the stupid decisions that I was making. So I really had to work through that. And that's huge in becoming more confident because if you don't work through that shit, you're just going to say stay stuck. So I literally had to think about all of these scenarios in my life and just accept them and forgive them and remind myself that they've made me the person that I am today. If I didn't go through any of that shit growing up, I would not have the passion to be standing here at this microphone right now sharing it. So if anything, I'm actually happy for all those shitty situations and I'm happy that I went through all of that and I grew through all of that. So that was a huge part of forgiving myself. And you know me, I was writing in a journal like this is how I forgave myself. I sat down and I wrote letters to myself. And I've actually written letters to other people that did some shitty things to me. Some people that made me feel less than. I wrote them a letter and I let it go. Some people actually write letters and they set them on fire, right? Really letting that energy go. Get out of my body. I don't need that. I don't have time for that anymore. I started really accepting myself and celebrating myself after I forgave all those situations. So I started realizing that I am unique. 
And I've really, <laughs> I've really learned to embrace the shit out of that. If you guys haven't noticed, like I show up as myself always. You are always going to get the real Melissa because that's the place that I'm at now. <laughs> and I'm just like super proud of it because when you can just show up a hundred percent authentically you, that's when the world is going to appreciate you because that's your job here. You're supposed to show up as yourself and you're supposed to live out the gifts that you have within you. The next thing that I think has helped me feel a lot more confident is that once once I realized that I was always breaking promises to myself, I learned that I needed to cut that out because every time you break a promise to yourself, you're like knocking yourself down, right? So making a promise to myself and actually keeping it was huge in building my confidence. If I said, you know, if I said that I was going to do something, I needed to show up for myself and actually do it. And every time I did that, it was like a huge pat on my back. So that was really powerful for me was learning that if I say I'm going to do something, just show up, Melissa, just do it no matter what, because it just helps you feel that much better. I actually physically made a list too of all the things that I appreciate my, about myself. And this is pretty uncomfortable at first, right? Just like sitting there thinking about yourself. You're like, oh my God, I feel so vain. But that's not what this is all about. You know, you're not vain when you're thinking about the things that you appreciate yourself. Get over that. Get past that if that's what's going on in your mind right now. Think about all the things that you really appreciate and love about yourself. Can you come up with 10 right now? Like if I were to press pause right now on this podcast and force you to come up with 10, could you do it? Because if not, that's when you know you need to work on it. You should be able to list things that you appreciate about yourself like that. Can you hear me snapping? Like that. <laughs> so that's important. If you can't do that, work on it. If you really can't think about things that you love about yourself, ask someone else. Ask someone close to you in your life what it is that they appreciate about you. And it's going to help you realize a lot of things about yourself. And then just to wrap that one up, make the decision that you want to be confident. That needs to be like a solid decision that you want to be a confident person. And if you can look at yourself in the mirror every single day and remind yourself that, you're halfway there. You're already on the journey, girlfriend, because making that decision needs to be the first step. So that's just a little bit on confidence, but really... Uh, it's so exciting when you get there. I'm just so excited for all of you to just keep working on your confidence because this world needs more confident women who are showing up to live out their purpose. So let's do it together. Let's, let's lock arms and become like this tribe of just badass, unstoppable, confident women that fucking rocket in the weight room. <laughs> Last but not least for this episode, this question. Woo, what a good one. How do you deal with sabotaging friends, family, boyfriends, or girlfriends? <laughs> this one is so prevalent in so many people's lives. How many of you have sabotaging people who just don't believe in the healthy, active lifestyle and they try to do whatever they can to knock you off track? It's such a bummer, isn't it? It's such a bummer that someone would actually go out of their way to try to knock you off track. But unfortunately, that's the case for a lot of people. So let's chat about how to deal with it. My first, the first answer that like comes to mind when I think about this question is that I distance myself. I distance myself. And I know that's not possible for all of you, but it really is what I do. If there's someone in my life and I just don't appreciate the energy that they're giving me, I distance myself. 
So easier said than done for me because I'm not married, I don't have kids, so I understand a lot of your situations might be different than mine, but making that hard decision to distance yourself is kind of what you need to do. If you can't actually distance yourself, then you definitely need to find a community of people who are going to lift you up. And hopefully that's here at Beautifully Built or on Facebook or on Instagram, wherever it may be. Maybe you go to a yoga studio or Orange Theory or there's so many different groups and communities that you can become a part of because you're going to need to lock arms, especially if, if the sabotaging is coming from your home. You need to find that community and you really need to lock arms because you're going to need those people that are going to lift you up when there's other people trying to knock you down. I definitely am such a big fan of having a role model or even a life coach, someone who's going to be in your corner when you need it the most. Because if you don't have that and you're not surrounded with people lifting you up, it's going to be a really hard journey. So find that, that role model, that community, or even hire a life coach because it will make such a big difference in your life. My next piece of advice is use social media to hold yourself accountable. I know this one's kind of silly, but this was one of the biggest tools for me in my journey. I used Instagram to hold my booty accountable. Like being able to post that I was at the gym made me actually get to the gym. Being able to post that I was eating a meal that I was proud of made it so that I was eating meals that I was proud of. Posting to hold yourself accountable is not only going to just be such a great tool for you, but maybe it might even help rub off onto those sabotaging people because I'm sure some of them also have social media and I'm sure some of them are following you. So if you're documenting your journey and your lifestyle, maybe it might just rub off on them because it's leadership after all. You know, if you're leading the life and other people are watching, they're more likely to follow along with your lead. So even though they're sabotaging you now, Hope for, hope for change, hope for it to be different one day and just constantly show up for yourself and let them watch you because you'll be surprised. There's a lot of people who actually see their family change for the better because they were not willing to give up on this lifestyle change. So keep showing up, keep doing the hard work and just ignore them right now. Keep doing you. Keep believing in yourself and see what happens. I hope for your sake that they follow along with you because it, there's nothing better than being surrounded by people in your life who you love and they love you and you're all working towards the same mission and goal. So keep showing up. Keep just doing the hard work and tunnel vision. Put those blinders on and just focus. Focus, focus, focus. Press play. Plug in. Be a part of the community. Let's do this. Wow, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed like answering all of those questions. So this is definitely something I want to get in the hang of doing more. So if you have questions that you want to hear aired on the show, please hit me up on Instagram and let me know your questions because I'm just going to keep compiling them like this. And then like, I don't know, once a month or so, I'll just come on and like read these questions and, and give you guys some of my best answers. So definitely hit me up on Instagram, a underscore healthy underscore attitude. If you'd like to be a part of the Facebook community too, I would love to get that on and pop in. It's a little bit dead right now. Like I laugh sometimes when I click on it and I go through it because I'm like, oh, look, there's a post for me. There's a post for me. And then every once in a while, one of you guys posts and I get all excited because I'm like, yay, I'm not talking to myself. <laughs> but seriously, Facebook groups are like such a great place to just share and brag. Like this is like 
a ground for you to just come and fucking brag. Like when you do something in the gym that you're proud of, if you have a meal that you're proud of, if, if you just have a little win to celebrate, post it in the You Are Beautifully Built Facebook group. So that's what it's called. If you go on Facebook and you search You Are Beautifully Built, you can ask to join and I will obviously accept you and just post whatever it is that you want. Like, you know, I just talked about using social media to hold you accountable. Use this group. Let's get it on and popping because it fires me up when I see all of you succeeding and we can all comment, we can ask each other questions, whatever it may be. Facebook is just such an awesome platform. I know Instagram is like taking over the world, but I still love Facebook, especially for the groups. So come join the group. I would love to see you guys there. I think there's like 200 and some people right now. Let's get that to like a thousand plus in the next couple of months, especially coming up on the New Year's resolution season. Let's use this group to fire each other up, share recipes, whatever it may be. Let's get it on and popping on Facebook. So I love you guys so freaking much. I'm sending all of my positive vibes and energy through this microphone to all of you. So I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I will catch you on the next episode. Mwah.